Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. You know, Joan, I see it going to Psalm 91 is what you... What, what we've done is lay down the protection before it hit. The protection was in the claiming the promise. And that's so exciting to me because I wanted us to know the promise and claim the promise and see the promise appear, and there it is. And when my daughter comes up here, she has friends, close friends, that have died from it in Delago. And that's, it's, she can't conceive of what we've She's amazed, I'll say, at what we have in terms of protection here. Well, we do have amazing protection because I went down to this little party and did not know until after I was with you all and I had hugged on you and loved on you on Sunday and been with you. (laughs) Because we all do not refrain from that in our little group. We live very openly that way. And I had no idea that I had been exposed we had no idea till Sunday night, and we'd all been together. But you know what? We've all been fine this week. We, we set the promise up. Yeah, because we've had the promise, and we've trusted and, Him, mm-hmm. not ourselves, and what we can do to keep ourselves safe, but we have trusted Him to keep us safe. He promised that no pestilence shall come yes. near your tent. Yes. <laughs> I assume that means a house. Yeah, none will come near our door. And, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of family members that weren't there have called throughout the week and said, well, are you all okay? Because, you know, <laughs> we're the old folks of the family. <laughs> The children have called us and have to say all the time, we're just fine, thanks. You know, we're good, because we are. It's because everybody fears your God more than what is involved in this world. And the people that get affected by this the most, by cancer, by sickness, by, I mean, just anything, is because they don't fear the Lord. Um... And that's something that came into my life is is a great fear. I remember there was probably two months where I was in fear every day of my life. And that was the changing point in my life. I saw Christ holding me over the pits of hell and said, this is one destination or another destination. And that was my turning point. And ever since then, I had so much fear, even when he brought all this to me and it was asking this of me i was afraid of him but that fear ch- turned into love and i ended up loving him and the choices that i've made yes they're painful because it's your flesh dying but it's it, it is not there's no no in my body i can't say no anything he asked me it's 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 a 100 commitment of yes I, there's no second questions there's no second guessing it there's no well what ifs that has been completely annihilated in my thought process. When before I always questioned everything, and and the guys that are, you guys that have proclaimed, you know, that scripture on your lives is because your basis is that you fear God more than anything that it can ever come into your life, and that's where He is freedom to go throughout your family and affect everybody's lives as as possible. Because you have allowed to, you've given him that area in your lives to protect your children, to protect yourselves, to protect your loved ones, to 
the fear of the Lord is so much more than just fearing Him. It, it is a type of love that oh. opens many, 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 many doors to Him. And um, so. I, I was telling you that, um, no, we're not entering fear about that. I can't live in fear. I can't, I can't dwell in fear about whether I'm, uh, you know, we have to live our lives. And so I just, I just said, no, I'm not going to fear to it. I mean, we started out in fear because we didn't know what it was. There was a fear of the unknown, you know, and we, you know, but I was just like, mm, I'm not doing that. I'm just not doing that. I'd rather go lift, lick someone to COVID than, than to be in fear. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wasn't going to do it. So I think what you were saying, Kyle, I think that, yes, you, you're saying no to, I'm not going to dwell in fear, but I will fear you. And and I will fear God in this. And um, I feel like, you know, that's honoring of him. That's, that's, give, that's giving him your faith. And, believing in his sovereignty. Oh, and, and believing in his sovereignty. Sure enough. Sure enough. It's not to, it's not together, but I'm going to talk about it. You've introduced the fear of God, and the the thing that I didn't mention about reading the Bible is that you get real afraid. Of what you, <laughs> you you run into things in the Bible that are scary, but the the greatest it's the greatest thing you can have is the fear of God, and to to be the way you said it is so beautiful. I'll never get over it. The fear makes the love. That's awesome. So many benefits to the fear of God. And we've, we've had incidents where uh, hang them over hell so they'll see exactly what they... And it happened to me, and it happened to a number in this room, <laughs> that uh, to actually see the reality of the dark side is real healthy. It's in the end when we'll all stand before Christ and he will and people will be Lord Lord I cast out demons in your name I cast mm -hmm. out I, I did all this work in your name mm -hmm. and yet he still will say you didn't know me I don't I don't know you yeah I don't know you that's the scariest that mm, that's is. what makes that I, and when I when my mom told me that that verse it's something that is, I don't know if it's my life verse, I don't know if it's, but it sticks with me. Because at that moment in time, it really made me say to God that I do not, no matter what I have to go through, no matter what I have to do, I will not be standing before you. Mm -hmm. And you say you not know me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where that statement came from, that whatever you ask me, no matter what it costs me, I will willingly, no matter what it costs me, I will do it, no matter what it costs me. Well, I have a, a, a secret. I listen to all the different things about people who've died and gone to heaven and people who've gone to hell. I just love to watch that because it's so, it's life and it's real. And we've watched a couple together, but it's uh, this one woman, I, I went to hell and came back, she died and went to hell. And she was a believer. And she said, the problem was, I didn't forgive. 
And that settled it for me. I always wondered, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. And I wondered if that meant hell. I believe it does. Doesn't it? If everything you've ever sinned is held against you, you have no place to go but hell. But it's fascinating. One, There's one man who has gone through the Bible to find the descriptions of hell. And he, because he died and went to hell, and he screamed for Jesus, and Jesus brought him out. But he said, go tell what you've seen. And it's so biblical. If we, if we really remember, this is what I was going to talk about next. If we really believe, the, if we read the Bible with the courage to take it as it is, we will see hell is real. And it's why uh, you mentioned praying for the, the, the evil people, because they're going to hell. And I don't want that for anyone. And uh, but this gal said I didn't. I've had many things forgiven me, but I didn't forgive. And so that Christian, who was an active Christian, was in hell. He's just real serious about what he's put in this book here. It's all the truth. It's all the naked truth. It's all the bottom line of truth. And. I, I, I marvel that I could dismiss certain things that I don't want to look at. And we all do, and the church is full of that. But I believe the solution that we're going to be involved in is the, the great breaking out of revival. It's when the, the enemy comes in like a flood, is it say blood? The Lord will lift, lift a standard against him. And the standard is going to be uh, our said he believes that this kind of group is going to be the mainstay of the final day, the last days. It's a small family that's going to make, going to be where it is, where God visits. And All over the world, these little groups like us, mm -hmm. we don't know each other. Mm -hmm. But, but we, they, they're probably out there. We, and Jean, you know, the, the church actually is in heaven, and it's unseen. But it is so connected that it's like what we gain for Christ is given to all the rest. With that, we don't have to even know about it. When we get to heaven, we'll find out, oh my goodness, what, what comes to us goes to the body. The victory goes, and probably the failure goes too. But it's not—it's not as it's as if we are hidden on that realm. The fascinating thing is, here we're unknown, and we're nowhere, and we're in this place. And literally, if they closed off the the highway, there would be no cars coming this way. If we, you know, if we were in a disaster. But the the church is something living and connected. The real church, the real church, which is the obedient. My father, who is my mother and my sister and my brother, those who do the will of God, that's church. There is, and so they can speak, the church is failing, and I can say the church is fine, thank you very much. <laughs> the church is up there and connected through heaven, so it's not like we need a mail, mail order. Yeah, it's the, it's the organization that's the problem, not, not mm -hmm. the... Right. Yeah. Not the body. So, but I do think it's incredible where we're placed. I, I really do. It's a phenomenon. To me. I, I told you this yesterday. I said even if you tried 
This is what I was talking about with you guys when I first saw you guys together. I said even if you tried to plan how close you guys live together, it's impossible. Yeah, it's, he really got that. It's really impossible for, for that to be man-made, for you guys to live right across the street, right up the street, right down the street, right across the street. All walking distance. All walking uh-huh. distance. And that's only that's only God's his sovereignty had placed you every pick had picked you up where you're from and had placed you that that's ridiculous i mean it's unbelievable and for even for me um, <laughs> for me to be here is is something i mean it's something that it, it still blows my mind i i you know i've been taking a lot of naps i've been tired i've been extremely tired but even waking up from my naps i lay there and I barely think about what I left. I do. Oh. It, it's definitely. I, I told Martha this morning. I, I have been begging for for grace because that's what's that's what gets you to the next day. Even when you're facing immense fire or tribulation or whatever you're going through your life, Christ in you gives you the grace to to get you through what He's asking you to do. It's not like He's going to ask you to do something. And then just let you solely have to will your way through it. Yeah, he let you He gives you the grace for what he's asking yeah, of you. He does. And and that's what um, you know. Martha prayed it on me this morning and and gave it to me. And I've been asking for myself. It's just enormous grace. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.